0: Um. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we (laughs) give you some tidbits, and then go watch it while we eat some snacks, and maybe, just maybe, get a little high. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and, I don't know, 9-11's almost 20 years, so we can start making jokes about it, I guess.
1: (gasps) And I'm Brianna, and for the past 20 minutes, I've been flexing in the mirror instead of looking for a synopsis. (laughs)
0: What? That's aggressive. I don't like that. <laughs> and today we'll be watching the action thriller, Nobody, starring Bob Odenkirk. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while easily scanning the internet. And do not forget to listen for after the review when we talk about some headlines this week. If you want to know our thoughts on Seth Rogen's friendship ending with James Franco, you're going to want to stay tuned. Or you could just skip ahead. Either way. How are you doing this week, Brianna?
1: oh brianna is just the most tired little puppy ever how are you
0: i'm okay but did you really get a synopsis you just been flexing in the mirror (laughs) me flexing in the
1: mirror is literally like the kid with the glasses flexing in the mirror and like the little (laughs) giant
0: well i'm glad you're feeling yourself most of the time you just you don't you're not too body positive so i guess that's okay then
1: honestly every now and then i catch myself in the mirror and i go oh girl
0: Okay. okay. Nice. Alright. That confident. that male woman confidence. Swagger.
1: Oof, you should see my quads. Are they thick? No, they're like all like toned.
0: <laughs> toned quads. <laughs> and then
1: I have my big like Asian lady calves, so it oh, just well,
0: happens. This is a perfect segue into tidbits. <laughs> Movie of the night, ladies and gentlemen, is nobody. It stars Bob Odenkirk, who I'm sure most of you know from his portrayal of Saul Goodman on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Brianna, you are almost finished with the last season that just came out, correct?
1: I'm on, don't spoil it for me, I'm on season five, and once I start up again, I'll be on episode nine.
0: Ooh, that's coming back soon, and he's just a great actor, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about tonight.
1: I don't want to spoil anything, but I saw on IMDb that it won't be back until 2022.
0: I did see that, yeah. it's At least it'll be back, though. Uh, well, at least we know. I don't know. Sometimes it takes a, a long time, so that's that's fair enough, especially with the pandemic. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in Nobody, we have a man named Alexei Sebebrekov.
1: Yeah, I read the people who were in it, and I just...
0: He has like 125 acting roles, and they're mostly in Russian films. Connie Nielsen, who plays Queen Hippolyta in Wonder Woman and... Justice League and fucking all the other ones. The Zayner cut. <laughs> the Wonder Woman too. <laughs> she's fucking the queen and in, and in, in all that. Yeah, and but she's Mike...
1: the one that looks just like everybody else, and so you're just like, there she is.
0: Yeah, they all look the same. There's really no. And Michael Ironsides in this too. He's in a bunch of movies from the 80s and 90s. He's in like Total Recall, Scanners. Uh, he's like a fucking general in Starship Troopers. You'd know his face. <laughs> Oh, uh, Riza from the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, sorry. was from the Wu-Tang clans in this, though. Very excited about that.
1: I saw that, and I thought it was SZA.
0: No, no, no. No, <laughs> it's RZA. Uh Christopher Lloyd is also in this, too, who I'm assuming most of you know as Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Nobody was directed by Ilya Nyshuler, who is most famous for Hardcore Henry. Have you ever seen that, Brianna?
1: He, is that the one where, like, you're...
0: It's an action movie completely shot on a GoPro and it's one hundred percent in p o v okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like a i couldn't
1: a... I couldn't watch it it kind of it i'm not like motion sensitive, but it made me a little like oh <laughs>
0: yeah i I saw it in theaters and it was it was a bit much sensory wise but the ingenuity that it takes to pull something like that off, especially when you're not a professional filmmaker at that point in time is is very impressive so so this kid's got some skills so I wonder if it'll it'll train I wonder how that will transfer to this. I'm very curious. But it this movie was written by somebody who has a decent amount of credits and that is Derek Kolstad. And he is the writer of all the John Wicks including the 4th and 5th one that are coming out and the spin-off TV show called The Continental about the hotels that's in like the Wickverse.
1: The motels.
0: The 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 hotel motels, holiday inns um that's in the WIC universe, called The Continental. He also wrote the third and fourth episode of Falcon Winter Soldier, Brianna. Oh. Yeah. And he's writing the screenplay for the video, the adaption of the video game Just Cause. That's becoming a movie. And a TV series based on the Hitman video game. He's adapting.
1: Okay, I really liked the Hitman movie. With... <laughs> I, so the only this... per- I feel like I'm the only person that
0: liked it. I actually didn't. Uh, I didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. I liked the, the video, second like one. The video yeah. Uh, not
1: great.
0: He's doing TV show though. This man's got fucking credits. Like he knows what he's doing. Right. And the film was actually produced by the production company owned by the director of John Wick, who obviously has worked very closely with Derek said, because he's, he's, they've worked on three movies together so far and they're going to work on two more. The dude who... Directed uh, John Wick. I didn't know he went on to direct Deadpool 2 And he's getting more movies, and he's like becoming a real prominent action director. And that's, I feel like that's pretty cool because he was just a stunt man, and then like he direct he was able to direct John Wick, and it, it was really his like jumping off point.
1: I mean, John Wick's a fantastic film.
0: It really is. All three of them are. And yeah, the fourth I mean, and they one they kind
1: of great. just keep getting better.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's really true. This movie Nobody began shooting in September twenty nineteen. In L.A. and then moved to Winnipeg for a bit. It finished in 34 days, and in October of 2019, 34 days, Brianna, to to make a whole last movie. I guess I'm not I'm I'm not surprised though, because when I read that, I mean, we've been doing this for a little under a year now, and I was like, oh eh, yeah, that's pretty. I guess that's par for the course, and that's pre pandemic stuff too. So,
1: I kind of just wonder if they, once they realized that they had to stop production and then start up again, do you think that they had a very like strict timeline on how long they could be in winnipeg and all that stuff and that's why it was 34 days even though it seems like a pretty action-packed film
0: i guarantee you they schedule this thing down to the fucking button like there's not a missed minute i bet you know i bet things happen in in sets but in terms of maximizing profitability they need to minimize cost and by doing so that's scheduling everything, so you know exactly who's going to be in the room at what moment. That would be my that would be my thought.
1: Well, I found some tidbits. Let me hear them. I wasn't just flexing; I was finding titties on the internet.
0: <laughs> nice. That's that's right.
1: <laughs> um, I read that Bob Odenkirk has been training for two years in preparation for this film, which seems like he really wanted to be in it. Two years.
0: I saw that they announced him in like August of 2019. So does that mean in 2017 they were like, hey, you have the job and then we're not going to announce it till two years later? And he was just working out this whole time?
1: Well, I also read that the whole movie was based on an idea by Bob himself.
0: Oh, cool. And maybe
1: that's why he was like, I got this idea. I pitched it to John Wick guy. I'm going to start fucking getting ripped. I want to be cut for this movie. Oh, and that's then,
0: rad. Okay. And then in
1: August, they were like, bitch, yeah, you're him. And he was like, fuck yeah, I'm so glad I was flexing all the day.
0: Fuck uh, <laughs> yeah. That's even that's like an even better story because I know he's a producer on this too. So that's even better. He was like, hey, I want to make this movie. And they were like, all right, we'll we'll t- we'll think about it. And he was like, okay, in the meantime, we am going to get super yoked and then you'll see that I'm <laughs> the man for it. And then he came back and then they were like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's sick. Well,
1: it was... um. It came from him actually having a home invasion at his
0: house. Oh, interesting!
1: And he didn't like how the authorities dealt with the matter, and so he thought up this idea of like, wouldn't it be cool if someone broke into your house and you fucked them up?
0: Yeah, because we're all but weak as just men, like a regular frail. old like
1: dad bod guy, but obviously yeah. not dad bod because he's looking cut. No, cupped.
0: I have a dad bod. He has a man bod. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He has a man body.
0: (laughs) Acts for men. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. Very cool. You find anything else?
1: That was all. There really wasn't too much about the movie that I could find outside of like a spoiler or having to read a review because I don't want to be swayed and I don't want to do too much.
0: Yeah. No, totally. I I, I mean, that's that's who you are and we love you for it. (laughs) Uh all I have is that it was released in theaters on March 26th of this year, 2021, and then it came to VOD like 2 weeks later. Oh. And that's why we're watching it now. So
1: I actually do have another tidbit. It kind of I can't read for some reason anymore cuz my eyes hurt. So I read that it was originally supposed to be out in 2020 of August
0: 2020.
1: <laughs> okay. And uh it's it just got released what last Couple couple weeks ago.
0: Yeah, because they wanted to wait until because everybody did that. They all thought that they could wait until the theaters were open, and then they realized the theaters weren't going to be open in the Q one or two of twenty twenty one, or at least to capacity. And they were like, "Fuck!" And then so everybody sold all their distribution rights to other distribution companies that would put it on on demand sooner.
1: Not this guy.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like a, a two week deal. That's pretty. That's pretty quick. Either way, I'm excited because at the time of this recording, Brianna, it has a seven point. Four out of ten on IMDB based on sixty-eight thousand two hundred and ninety-one reviews. It has an eighty two percent critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on two hundred and twenty-four reviews, and a ninety-four percent audience score based on twenty five hundred plus reviews. Which is interesting because then it has a sixty-three on Metacritic, which is very oh, low. Fuck them. Right? Fuck Metacritic. And then 92% of Google users liked this movie. Go Google users.
1: Go Google.
0: I'm a Google user.
1: I love Google. I Google the funniest things, and then I wake up the next day and realize what I was googling.
0: Oh, Google users are like you know that you know the meme where it's like Winnie the Pooh, and he's like regular Winnie the Pooh, and then it's like Winnie the Pooh with a top hat, and then the third mm-hmm. one is Winnie the Pooh with like fucked up teeth and his face is all scrunched up. Is that you? No, that would be Google users.
1: We're the fucked up teeth people.
0: No, yeah, we're the fucked up teeth people. We're the Google. Why wouldn't
1: users. we be the top hat people?
0: Because those are the those are the Metacritic people. Oh. Yeah, because they're like Metacritic. You oh know yeah, they have their yeah. little
1: monocle and little yeah. douchebags.
0: And then the reggies are just <laughs> the IMDB users.
1: IMDB till I die.
0: Google <laughs> user. Do you have the synopsis before I get myself in trouble?
1: No, I was flexing.
0: Are you serious? <laughs> Give me the goddamn synopsis.
1: If this was a, if you were the lady in the mirror, you'd be like, yeah, she was flexing.
0: <laughs> Give me the goddamn synopsis, or I'm going to freak out.
1: Flex. <sighs> okay, you ready? I am ready. A bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of men becomes the target of a vengeful
0: drug lord. That's intense.
1: <laughs> the other one I found was a lot longer, and I didn't, I didn't want to have to read
0: it. That's fine. You don't have to tell us every time. <laughs>
1: It had like people's names in it and I was, just, you know, the last time I put people's names in it, I think we did it for Billy. I did it for Billy Halliday. That that synopsis totally fucking lied to us. So I don't I don't really like to to look too hard now. Now I'm mad. Oh, that just reignited the fire in me about the Billy Halliday movie.
0: I don't want to talk about that movie at all. Oof. All right. I'm going to need a lot of soup for this one. <laughs> pack them up. Pack your soup. And your um, your your uh, stews and your bongs and your bowls, because that's what we do Stews now. and
1: soups are different. You can't be eating the same kind.
0: Well, it's it's still kind of chilly out, but it's getting warmer. So stews are going to get put away soon. Oh, but... I was
1: plenty warm today. I was sweating pretty good.
0: All right. Well, in three, two, one.
1: I have to wait to take my edible, because all I have was two little muffins today.
0: We're <laughs> back. From the most enjoyable viewing experience i've had in the last two fucking years wow this was movie was awesome it was so fucking good brianna what did you think of nobody
1: oh well hold on to your fupas ladies and gentlemen that was action packed i was on the edge of my seat the entire time even though my legs were tired i was still like ooh, i gotta watch so much that my food got cold because I wasn't eating it fast enough. Wow,
0: that's impressive. That's I didn't even think that was possible. Ten out of ten. I was watching the clock uh the whole time, only because it was going by so fast and I didn't want it to end. And I uh, and I commented to Brianna, I was like, I don't want this to end so soon. I keep watching the clock. Like it was so incredibly tight. The script was perfect. Plot points. Like everything was just so perfect on it. Best R-rated action movie you, you probably since probably since John Wick three.
1: Was that R-rated?
0: Yeah. Oh, God, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, um. God. Yeah, that was the last time I saw John Wick 3 was the last time I was like, this excited. I loved it. I loved every second of
0: it. Yeah, there are hoots and hollers and screams and, and scenes that make you go like, Oh, fuck, dude. Like, no. What the fuck is going on? Like, shit. Like, League's better than Mortal Kombat, Godzilla vs. Kong, Without Remorse combined. Like, like, not even close in terms of action, even story. Like, this was just so good. The humor in this was fucking amazing. Like, at this one point in time, he's fucking shit up uh, at his workplace, and he like, there's a board next to him that says like twenty days since the last workplace injury, and he wipes it clean before (laughs) someone gets shot. Like, it's it's hilarious. Like, so funny. They really just spot on with this. The directing was so good. Really impressed. There was like a one-shot scene. Uh, there was a scene at one point in time that was one shot, and it was probably 45 seconds long. And it was just so cool and super well choreographed and just so impressive. And the writing was just spot on. This guy's This guy's getting really good at what he does.
1: It was like... It was kind of very reminiscent, though, of John Wick's, like, story and, like, how it was shot and even, like, the music. I still really loved it, though, and I'm not putting either of those movies down. I love them both. But it was kind of like John Wick, but funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely John Wick, but funny, more humor, and more, like, characters.
1: Yeah, it's not all about John Wick.
0: Yeah, I would say that there's more memorable characters in this than John Wick series in general.
1: Well, yeah, because this is John Wick getting a family.
0: Yes, th- this is essentially John Wick has a family and then ends up living a mundane life and, and then goes back to, to doing his thing. Now, let me ask you, would you be down for a nobody-verse? Of
1: course. When I googled my, you know, my did my Google search for my tidbits, all these things came up and it was like, is John Wick related to nobody is nobody like the sequel to john wick is there going to be like nobody two and three and i was like what i wanted to click on them so bad but i couldn't
0: (laughs) i really hope so and i hope they're in the same universe can you imagine if we were watching john wick five and bob odenkirk showed up as that guy like i would uh, (laughs) it it would be incredible and um i I i'm not going to spoil anything in the non-spoilers zone because i really think people should go watch it but i'll give you all my Oh, some little little scenes and favorite parts uh that i had later but i just it it was so fun so fun like even though i didn't get to go to see it on a big screen if this if i saw this on a big screen ooh, i would have pissed myself i would slap dude i would have been all up in it at the same time though i wouldn't have feel as comfortable hooting and hollering or or going like fuck like holy shit dude like you just stabbed him in the eye with a baseball bat like stuff like that i wouldn't feel as comfortable audibly <laughs> saying that because like i'm just sitting in my living room right now uh but either way this this thing is fucking violent there's blood and gore and guns and it's very strategic and the violence ramps up like it's not just a bing bang boom like everything happens and then it's boring all of a sudden throughout the movie like it's just it's 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 it starts off slow and it just builds and builds and builds and builds and then by the 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 end the last battle is just this all-out fucking rampage it's crazy and 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 christopher lloyd's great and rizza was real great and uh, Queen Hippolyta was fine. <laughs> she was um, good. She was good. Yeah, but oh, co- tremendous work, Bob Odenkirk. The fact that he just became an action star was amazing. And I just want to say that it's complete. The the like, the concept is completely believable. Like he looks like somebody that would that that would have been an ex. I don't know assassin or something something. He has an ex life. Like there's a reason he's so good at shooting and and, and fucking up people. Spoiler alert. Uh, well, but it's uh, kind he's of in just
1: the, he, the trailer he, but
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying like he but he's just like but it's very gradual the way it happens, like the way he kind of like gets back into things and kind of kind of starts the muscle memory starts to come back and then, and then by the end he's full on just like John Wick. <laughs> so good. How many popcorn bags do you give me? Oh, how many popcorn bags?
1: Um I don't wanna toot my own horn. I know I don't really like to go high, but I'm probably gonna give this like a forty four out of fifty.
0: Okay. Ah, uh, are you recommending it? Of course.
1: Unless you don't like blood or violence.
0: I'm giving it a total forty eight out of fifty. I
1: was gonna like, go forty eight, but then I was like, you know what?
0: Eh, those kids could have been it's- better. <laughs> it's all it's it's i mean it's i mean like it's just like almost the perfect action movie like it's it's like i don't know like there's only there's only a couple movies that are like like a tad bit better that's why it gets a 48 but like it's i mean it's up there it's on the upper echelon like this thing is a fucking good movie you should go see it asap I mean, if you don't like blood and gore, I mean, I don't even, I don't know. I guess you shouldn't see it. No, but, you definitely but shouldn't just see it. <laughs> so good. Like, it's just incredible. Bob Odenkirk, shout out. Shout out to everybody who decided to make this thing. The Hardcore Henry Kid. I hope there's more nobodies. I just, yeah. There's some scenes you can't wrap your mind around. The The violence is hilarious. There's a part where he's recollecting a murder, and so they flashback to him talking. Um, they, fla- they flash back while he's talking and he has a gun in his hand and he's talking about the gun in his hand and then in the flashback he goes oh wait no that's not the gun i was using i was using another gun and they break away from the flashback and he's talking to these like three half dead guys and then it goes back to the flashback and then when he comes out of the flashback again they're dead it's it's very funny it's very funny but which which i guess means we're in the (laughs) spoilers (laughs)
1: oh
0: what were some of your favorite parts brianna
1: the whole movie the whole movie was my favorite part the first 10 minutes i was getting a little nervous though i was like oh no this this is real slow but then i was
0: like yeah you thought you thought so
1: well i mean i know it was a lot of they just wanted to set the story up but i was like oh no because i didn't look at the the time the whole movie because i thought it was gonna be over so as you were always looking at it i wasn't and i was just constantly thinking about it (laughs)
0: Yeah, um I mean the yeah the, whew, the whole thing was good. The plot. Like I mean he's he's an ex assassin.
1: Mm-hmm. He's an ex auditor.
0: An ex-auditor, like the way they set up the movie is he's going through his daily life and it's very mundane and very boring and he takes out the trash and he sees his wife and kids and he goes to his job and he pushes pencils and you kind of get this feeling that you think his kids and his wife think he's a pussy and then they get their house gets broken into and he doesn't do anything about it. And
1: that confirms that he's a pussy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like why are you so frail? And so then the whole time as the the viewer, you're like, okay, like Bob Odenkirk's just clearly wants to, he's like feeling like less manly and stuff. But then he goes into this tattoo shop and he tries to get some information from these people because he's trying to get his daughter's cat bracelet back and uh, and he 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 pushes some money in front of a guy's face and you can see this tattoo on his wrist and it's these like these two playing cards and this old veteran sees it and he immediately is like thank you for your service sir and he locks himself (laughs) in this room and you hear all these locks and then he like peers through this window and everybody looks real shook at this moment so you're like oh fuck okay so he's some kind of like ex-operative like we don't know at that point um and then as it goes on you find out that he's he was clearly an an auditor for uh the for different government agencies who would go in and make sure that people didn't end up talking about the wrong things and he really fucked shit up and the first the first like real fight scene they have brianna i loved it it was just him versus six guys on a bus and he kind of got the shit beat out of him so it wasn't like him being perfect he didn't like stop being an assassin for 15 years and then go right back to being awesome like he kind of got his ass kicked but he still kicked all five of those guys asses so you knew he was a badass
1: Mm -hmm. and that sets up like the whole how he meets the russians and how the russians get involved
0: Yes, completely. And then, he, you know, because he, he, he beats up the, one of the main Russians, like, sons or something like that. Brothers. Oh, that kid. The He gives the kid the trach. He beats the shit out of this kid and he can't breathe. And he fucking trakes him. He cuts his throat with a scalpel and then sticks a straw down his neck. Yeah, it Gnarly. doesn't do him
1: any good, though.
0: no no not at all sorry um
1: i liked when he takes the martini glass smashes it on the table and then takes like (sighs) the stem of it and stabs it into some guy's eye and then drags it (sighs) down his face Uh,
0: (sighs) that was so gnarly dude he like dude that was so fucked up Safe to say his wife uh, and his kid definitely didn't think he was a pussy by the end of the movie and neither did we. Um and the whole time he's talking to like Rizza on this like grown-up walkie-talkie uh cuz Riza's in hiding and like he, he goes and sees his dad who's Christopher Lloyd every once in a while. Oh, let's talk about let's talk about when they those two Russian dudes go to kill Christopher Lloyd. Oh. And like they walk they walk in and fucking they put two of them put their guns in his face and he's like pretending to sleep and he opens his eye and he throws his hand up and puts his pinky between the hammer and the gun so when the kid pulls the trigger it doesn't pull all the way and then he pulls a shotgun out of his blanket, like old man blanket and then he blows (laughs) the other dude away with a shotgun he like literally (laughs) he he, like
1: blows a hole into him
0: complete dude the gore in this is gruesome there's Holy even like fuck.
1: sounds too. They went along and did like gushing sounds.
0: Yes, like the cracks, like cracks, like splooch, like splooch. Like all, all types <laughs> of stuff. Yes. <Yeah>. <laughs> um Oh, there's a there's a there's a scene at the very end of the movie where there's like a big battle taking place and Riza comes into play for the first time, like physically, and he uh he these three dudes are running at him. And he takes his fucking sniper rifle and he shoots all three of them through their heads. Yeah, he gets at the like a triple time. headshot. Dope, crazy, crazy. Um, he home alones their asses at the end of the movie. <laughs> uh, Bob Bob Odenkirk does. He he home alones the Russians pretty hard. Brings him to his warehouse. One of the first things he does is steel press a grenade, and it just fucking explodes. It's awesome. Uh, there's.
1: Yeah, and their like hey, he, faces he, he, are blown off, and they show it, and you're like, ah. <laughs> oh.
0: How about when he? How about when he duct taped that landmine to the, uh, to the bulletproof glass and ran at that dude? That was sick. How about when he uh,
1: flipped in a car and crawled out and was like, "I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll walk yeah, home. Yeah. I'll be fine."
0: <laughs> dude, he. He fucking after he, snapping he his thumb,
1: after snapping yeah. his thumb to get out of the handcuffs, gumbying some poor kid into like a <laughs> scorpion, like a lawn chair. Sorry, he gumbied him into a lawn chair. Flips the car, shimmies out, and like sees that poor kid with the car door like through his body, and you're like, no. And then he runs and he goes, home.
0: I never met a he goes, no, he goes. I never met a black Russian. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> I love the one of my favorite running jokes in this is when he's trying to tell his like story like when the movie gives you exposition they do a great job of doing it in funny ways and when every time he's trying to tell a story about his past and give some information about himself to us obviously but in the in the story like there's a person there they always die before he can finish telling his story. (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny. Um, He... He burns down his house at one point, and a wonderful life is playing. I think that was really poetic. There's some good music in this.
1: There is. There is some good music.
0: They they do a hell of a job with the music. Um, just the guns, the blood, the shots, everything was was awesome. Um, what you got? Anything else?
1: No, I want to like watch it again. I have a. I don't I think know, I can. It's
0: so good. There's just so many. There's so many like, there's probably like four battles and they each stand out. And there's probably like six characters and they each stand out. Bob Odenkirk's kid sucks. The boy, not the girl with the cat bracelet.
1: Oh no, Um,
0: the girl's an angel. Very funny. I hope it gets a nobody-verse. You got any least favorite parts? I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I don't have I don't have one. I have, I'm not going to lie. I have
1: one and it was for the very beginning of the movie that I already talked about me being like, "Oh no, is this going to be bad?" But when the house in the bee like at the beginning, the house is invaded by this like what you find out is a couple that have a ba- like a newborn baby and you're like, "Oh shit."
0: Oh. Um yeah.
1: But when they broke into the house, it was supposed to be like the middle of the night and it was so bright. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a full moon it was a blue moon
1: it was so weird and like i know that like a lot of movies don't really go like full on like real dark but this one was this one was hard to believe
0: yeah uh, to add on to that scene i just want to say that when you're when you first watch this movie you're gonna f- be filled with so much as a man probably probably i don't know how brianna felt but as a man i had so much testosterone jolting through my body and i was like god protect my family and be a man and it just makes you so angry uh because bob odenkirk doesn't do anything but then he ends up being this crazy badass and you're like okay fine he's (laughs) as long as i see as long as i see people get their their desserts they're just desserts i'm okay with it my testosterone went back to a normal level and i stopped thinking with my penis (laughs) uh but i just want to say that also if somebody Uh, came into my house and then they were like pointing a gun at my son and i was able to take a clean shot at them with a golf club i would take it but bob odenkirk didn't take it because he was an assassin and he was like there's no bullets in the gun i wasn't gonna mark this this woman but i am a worse person than bob odenkirk in this movie so i would hurt the woman
1: Yeah, but you risk like her shooting your son still
0: there was no bullets in the gun
1: if yeah, you don't know that as a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I I do. You
1: wouldn't. You probably need your glasses to see that. You wouldn't have the. <laughs> oh God! I like...
0: have my. I'd have no idea what's going on. I'd be like, "Hello, my eyes are so bad at night too." You'd be like, "Hello, Sonny, what are you doing?" I'd be like, "Is that you, Brianna? What are you doing in here?" <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Cholo! <laughs> Boom! Right out of the head, I'd be down. I'm like, mm. no, please take whatever you want. Take my wife. <laughs> Don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> my son is upstairs. <laughs> Do you want him? You can he can work he can work your mind. <laughs> I just I'd sell the farm. I'm like, take the house, just let me go outside. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> Yeah, that's more. That's more like it. Um, Sorry to my girlfriend for she's listening to this right now. (laughs) That's not our future, honey. (laughs) Uh. Um, but yeah, go out and watch it, guys. Uh, I actually watched a lot of good movies this week, Brianna. I I fucking I watched uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Rub
1: it in, yeah.
0: (laughs) It was no, you gotta watch it. It was so enjoyable. Sue super funny. The voice acting was great. Once again, a great story. A lot of great stories that I've seen in the last week. A um, little bit of a tearjerker, of course. Good animated movie, and I think it's going to be in the running for Oscar animated next year for sure. They did a really good job with it, and I do think there will be a two, considering the hype that's been th- that's been built around it.
1: Okay. Well, I tried to watch it so- twice, and it's not because I thought it was boring. I just fell asleep.
0: Yeah, so don't fall asleep next time. Just uh, you- Well, Brianna quit Whole Foods, everybody, so... She can she has a day off now. She can watch movies again. <laughs> Maybe. I also I also watched uh My Octopus Teacher. I've
1: been wanting to watch that, but I'm like, I already know what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean like it's it was it was pretty good. It was not as good it was a it was good, but it wasn't as good as the other Oscar winner documentary that I watched this week, and that was Free Solo. I would oh, say watch that before fish. No, for, uh, Blackfish was good. I really like Blackfish, but Free Solo was incredible. Talk about sweaty palms. I was watching that thing. I almost had a fucking heart attack. <laughs> it's all about a dude who climbs a three thousand foot rock face in Yosemite uh, without rope. And his name's Alex Honnold, and he's have you ever seen crazy. his hands? Yes, I was gonna say his hot dog fingers. Brian. like his palms aren't that big, but his fingers are like fat like sausages it's bananas like they're bananas and he's bananas <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's all I really know about him is like you can just find a ton of Google images of his hands
0: <laughs> uh, it's fucking yeah fucking crazy Uh, so good though Brianna totally watch that that's on Disney plus and I would 100% check that out uh, okay. before my octopus teacher I think you'd like that more Um, also I watched Miru which is a documentary that won at Sundance and it's by the same people who did Free Solo. Mm. And it's about it's about these three uh expeditionists, one of them who is actually the filmmaker for Miru and Free Solo, who try to cl- like cl- ice climb this thing called the Shark Fin mm-hmm. on Mount Everest and it was it was pretty gnarly. Uh very cool to watch though. So I watched those and I've been watching some rock climbing stuff. Have no have no want or or need or anything to go rock climbing, just just gonna live vicariously through these documentaries. Pretty pretty badass though,
1: loving okay. it big time.
0: Yeah, that's maybe so how you'll I'm...
1: experience it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's good enough for me. I also, funny enough, I saw in one of the, my rock climbing compilations that I've been watching, there was a scene from Mission Impossible mm-hmm. Two. Um, and I tried to watch Mission Imp- Oh, I tried to watch Mission Impossible Two. Uh, but I watched Mission Impossible 1. It was okay. It was fine. Not not terrible. The second one was just not that great. The second one was not as good. Uh, too much what's-her-face? Tawny Katan. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with that, but that was weird. Uh, I thought it was Zoe Saldana, a young Zoe Saldana at first. <laughs> I was like, is that Zoe Saldana? Okay. They're about the same age. They're like six years apart, so it's not crazy. <laughs> Uh, but, but I don't know. It was, The second one was weird. It's too much romance in the second one for my liking, and oh my they really kind of pivoted from the action, but I'm excited to watch the third one because I heard J.J. J. Abrams does a real good job with it. Is that true? You said that, right?
1: I think Mission Impossible 3 is the one with, um, what's his face? You'll like it. You'll like it. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll
0: give it a shot. It'll redeem Would one you watch and two. Okay, I'll take it i'll take it did you watch anything this week
1: no i've just been i watched really? better call Saul.
0: oh yeah that's right that's literally like I all i time. had the energy yeah, for bu- yeah you're, you're a busy gal yeah i get it especially you knock one that- of those
1: out like those are 45 minute episodes when i get home i'm like oh uh?
0: <laughs> yeah that's fair how's that edible treating you what edible <laughs> right. Oh, that good, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, Uh-oh. I could just fall asleep right here. But
0: we'll we'll, ta- we'll give you a whole we'll give you a whole platform once you finish Better Call Saul, and you can talk about the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, I watched that, and then I tried to watch Mitchells versus the Machines twice.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll we'll get them next week, kid. <laughs> Let's move on to headlines. Extra,
1: extra, read all about uh, it.
0: Brianna, I want to get some get some of your takes, get some of your thoughts on some things that are going on in the movie world. Seth Rogen and James Franco have ultimately parted ways. Seth Rogen did an interview in a uh, in a magazine this weekend and they asked him about his relationship with James Franco after all those sexual allegations and how Franco kind of, not kind of, Franco settled out of court in February. Uh, and James uh, Seth Rogen said that It's, like, not only affected their business relationship, because he won't be making anything with him professionally anymore, it's also affected their their personal relationship. And a lot of people are getting on Seth Rogen for being like, well, you just gotta dump him as a friend. Like, not for nothing, man, but if you've been someone's friend for 15 years, and, like, something like this happens, like, yeah, you're gonna take the side of the victims, but at the same time, it's like, fuck. Like, that's, like, that's, like, a tough one to swallow, you know what I mean? And Seth Rogen was like, yeah, it fucking sucks, but it obviously doesn't suck more, it sucks more for the people that Franco fucking like made give him hand jobs for good grades or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like what's your take on that? How do you feel about this? I'm bummed. I really love Seth Rogen and James Franco together, but I get it. It makes sense. it makes complete sense. And I've noticed they've tailed off in the last few years, and that's been very apparent.
1: I mean, I'm obviously upset because I really like them as a duo, but <sighs> What do you expect? What do you expect, Jimmy? When you do things like that, your friends aren't going to like you.
0: Yeah, especially when they're superstars. Seth Rogen is a, he's one of the most famous people, at least in America. At least in our, our, like, American bubble.
1: He's recognizable.
0: Yeah, he's very recognizable. He's got a lot to lose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he can't, like, he's a, he's a name brand. Like, he's Seth Rogen. You know what I mean? Like, he can't, he can't be fucking around with shit like that. And, uh, but personally, I'm sure that, you know, that, I'm sure that sucks. Brianna, if you had a friend that all of a sudden started getting me would you'd be like, fuck man like this dude's a terrible person and i'm just like what like what you know what i mean like you'd probably be like taking stock and who you are as a person and like like has he was he doing this shit and i didn't know about it this whole time like like what? or i knew about it the
1: whole time and now i feel bad about it
0: like fuck man like that sucks that sucks um yeah bumper for the film world that james Franco had to go and and fucking be an asshole and a creep and a loser like that huh
1: It's so interesting because he seems like one of those sleazy people, but you were like, no, 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 like we don't want to judge a book by its cover, and then, kind of like Marilyn Manson, just the shoe fits. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're like, God, no, you don't want to. You like, he's just playing a role. He's a good guy. The Green Goblin's not really a weirdo, but he is. (laughs) He's a weirdo. Um, what about uh, the second article I sent you, which was uh,
1: Pam and Tommy.
0: We we can talk about Pam and Tommy, I guess. What do you think? Let's, yeah, let's talk Pam and Tommy. So, so first look from the Pam and Tommy Hulu show Sebastian Stan and Lily James. What did you think?
1: Is it a show?
0: It's a show on Hulu, yeah.
1: Oh. Um, it's a series. I really like Sebastian Stan. I think he's a good actor. I haven't seen too many things with Lily James in it though, so I don't really know. I said, Who
0: the fuck is Lily James? (laughs) I just she looked like Pamela Anderson, but I was like but then I googled her and I was like, She doesn't look like Pamela Anderson in real life. So they just did a good job with makeup and fake boobs.
1: I'm interested to see her actually like, you know, move around and like perform with it because judging by the picture, she looks just like Pam. But like, I know what yeah. she looks like as a person. And I was just like, I don't really see
0: it. Yeah, Sebastian Stan looks like Tommy Lee.
1: Ooh, Sebastian Stan looks so dirty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's great. I I really like him as an actor. He was really good in um, Devil All the Time.
1: Oh, I liked him in Itanya.
0: I didn't see Itanya. <gasps> I got I know. I keep it's one of those things where I'm always like, oh, I really want to see Itanya, but something else comes oh. up and I, I watch that instead. Oh, my I really want to watch God. it though because I love Margot Robbie. I think she's great.
1: I love Tanya Harding.
0: <laughs> oh no, I'm not a fan of Tanya Harding.
1: Oh yeah, I'll take any bitch down. <laughs> I liked her. St- I liked it. I respect her. <laughs> Go, Tonya. He's a good
0: actor. Was he? What, what did he play in that? Did he play James J, uh, Joey Buttafuoco?
1: <laughs> he played Gary. He...
0: Oh, I don't know. Gary. <laughs> Oh, speak speaking of, I think that I think Gary is the character's name in the Tom- Pam and Tommy movie. The he's the electrician that stole the tape and he's played by Seth Rogen. Did you see that picture of him? No. In the article I sent you there's a picture of Seth Rogen playing the dude in the show and it's Brianna. Go click on it right now. It's fucking hysterical. <laughs>
1: um yeah, no, I'm excited for Pam and Tommy. I'm I'll see it because stream or not James Franco ew Sebastian (laughs) Stanson. ew
0: are you looking at the picture
1: I have to open my discord again
0: oh no forget it
1: because people just keep talking the whole time and it just keeps coming up as a notification I don't know like I just don't understand it are these new messages are they old Brianna so you're so
0: old (laughs) I feel like, like Christopher 90. Lloyd. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd's <laughs> way more uh fucking
1: chipper, sprightly.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, there's a million different words to describe Christopher Lloyd that okay, compared well, to you, but like thanks. I'm none of those things either, but that's not that's not the point.
1: <laughs> let's get let's get moving into Dave Batista.
0: The, so the news ladies and gentlemen is that Dave Batista has told everybody meaning the world and Twitter. Uh, that after Guardians of the Galaxy 3, he will no longer be playing the character of Drax, which is a very big bummer because he is hysterical. Uh, I'm pretty sure it'll be his sixth movie as Drax. He's also going to be in Thor Love and Thunder, so that'll be enjoyable to see him in. But he said he's getting old, and he said like, he's going to start drooping and shit because he's going to be 54 after the third one comes out. I wonder if he's on The Juice, Because that could take a toll on your body. And once you stop taking it, you're going to look like crap. Uh, Also, they could CGI that shit. Because fucking James Gunn was like, listen, man. There's no Drax but you. Because Batista said that Drax will always be there. I just won't be playing him. And James Gunn was like, no, no, sweetie. At the same time, Brianna, I wonder if this is 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 a ploy for Batista to, you know, up his ante. You know, people will be like, no, we need Drax, we need Drax. And then Disney gives them some more cashish to be like, come on, come play.
1: I think it has more to do with the steroids.
0: <laughs> that's fair. The longer you that's use fair. them, the
1: more you get to take. And then the older you get, like, the worse it probably gets, so.
0: Yeah, he probably hasn't used his penis in years. He
1: probably It's probably just, like, a little raisin down
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works, but A raisin crazy. and
1: two little peppercorns. <laughs>
0: What do you, what would you, th- I'd be, I'd be real sad if he didn't play, like if, if there was a Guardians of the Galaxy movie without Drax, I don't, I just don't, I don't know, it would be a bummer. They could do it, obviously, it would work, but I don't know, we're just miss some, we'd be missing something. He's such a, the humor that comes from Drax is such great levity in those movies.
1: It is, yeah, you do, he plays him very well, and it could, it's the, it sounds easy to be just like, yeah, yeah, you're dumb, but it's like, no, he does it in a very special way.
0: I just, I just didn't know he was as, uh, as talented. I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to see him in the uh, Army of the Dead movie. Oh yeah, yeah, that's gonna be, that's gonna be so good. That's coming up. We're actually watching that in two weeks. Next week. Don't forget to check us out back here when we go to, see, when we go watch uh, those who wish me dead. We're gonna have Max from Dope Flicks on special guest. Special guest host gonna gonna help us watch and review that thing. Uh, but Brianna, before we head out, I just want to get your take on the Golden Globes. The Globes, okay? A lot of yeah, a lot of backlash you've been hearing about in the last week or so. A lot of people distancing themselves. Netflix, Amazon being like, "Tis tis Golden Globes, we don't want to deal with you HFPa." And now NBC is like, "We are not airing you, motherfuckers."
1: Yeah, NBC gave them the boot.
0: Gave him the boot. What do you think of that? What I think, think it's
1: um. I hope it sends like a very clear and loud message that we're not gonna take that anymore.
0: No, every and like they try to come up with this plan that was like we're gonna make we're gonna let more minorities in the like in the, in the membership group and blah 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 and people were like fuck you <laughs> we don't wanna, like we don't care anymore man you guys suck you clearly suck yeah it was a little too got, late you got nothing on the Oscars. See, the Oscars didn't lose any clout by not, everybody was kind of like, there was a mini uproar after Chadwick Boseman lost, but it wasn't like, oh, the Oscars are racist. It was just like, that was bullshit how they did it. Yeah. The HFP, everybody's just like, the Globes are racist. Like, they just, like, they suck. And they kind of do. No, they do. Roseman Pike, Roseman Pike won over the woman who won the Oscar this year. Think about that. That's just all I need to say. I mean, Emily in Paris was nominated. Like that's over, over the like, this will kill me, girl, or whatever, whatever that show was. Like the the, the British girl about about um, getting raped. That show mm. that didn't get any nominations, but Emily in Paris got like four. Like that's just bananas. Like stuff like that. So it makes sense. I wonder what they're gonna do though.
1: I don't know. It's tough because even like the streaming things are like, no, we definitely don't want you. So find somewhere else. No, Like that's no, usually absolutely. like, a oh, like we can't get network, like let's go streaming. And it's like, no, that's not going to work no. for you guys.
0: we we going to end up on cable on like TBS. <laughs> like what the fuck? Even
1: TBS is like, uh, call us, but no. lose our number.
0: They, sh- they just shouldn't have them next year. They should just take a year off. <laughs> just take a year off and collect yourselves, Globies. We don't need you.
1: Yeah, they'll take a year off and then never come back. That'll be
0: perfect. That'll be fine. This year was embarrassing. It's not even. It's not even an, like it used to be. At least something you'd be like, oh, kind of like a little minor league thing going on. But no, it's just. It's just not even close to any type of import, important anymore. And they they don't give real credit to actual artists. So it's just bullshit. Fuck them. I hope they rot. Tell it, girl. All right. You got anything else?
1: Um, just some hot gossip right off the presses. Oh, okay. John Mulaney's getting a divorce, probably because Ooh. he's a cokehead.
0: Well, I, I I saw a quote from his wife that said she's super bummed out that he's...
1: Still a cokehead. Ending head. a
0: relationship. <laughs> yeah, he's a cokehead, but he just got out of... Do you think it's because he went to rehab and then got out and was like... Got all clear-headed in rehab and was like, I can't be... With, I don't want to be with my wife anymore?
1: Uh... Or he's like really spiraling, and he's like, "I don't want to hurt anyone." While I go down this rabbit hole,
0: no, who who would have thought this this would have happened? I wonder if that's why his show sucks so bad. Cause he's a cokehead. What show? <laughs> his fucking the John Mulaney show that came out. You remember that thing? No, dude, that thing was bad. That was that was supposed to be funny, and it was bad. Oh, yeah, it got like three episodes on Fox. Oh. Yeah, the John Mulaney show. Sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, he probably like had a coke fueled like rampage one time and was like, "I'm yeah. gonna make this TV show."
0: <laughs> I think John Mulaney's pretty funny, and if he have been on the coke the whole time, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, dog. That's all I gotta say.
1: <laughs> I think he's just a really good stand-up guy, um, and I really like Big Mouth, actually.
0: Yeah, me too. Same.
1: <sighs> but I hope. Uh, I hope it's all for. For the best for John.
0: Fuck him. I don't really care either way. Do some more coke, John Mulaney. Be funny. What else you got?
1: <laughs> Whatever you were doing, don't stop. Don't stop. That's all I That's all I had.
0: Don't stop the music. Okay. <laughs> Poor John Mulaney. Hey, John Mulaney, if you're listening to this, I don't know why, but you're a good dude. Just go do some more coke. Um... And on that note, I think that we're going to end the show. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We really, we really, we really, we, 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 we appreciate you listening to us, and thank you for coming by. Ooh, Brianna, make sure that they you let them know where to hit us up
1: on our Instagram at where the fuck are the popcorn bags, on our Twitter, or our Discord that I still you'll never figure out and. You can send us an
0: email. Remember, dick pics. Also, if you're listening this far and you haven't rated and reviewed us, why? Just please go rate us and review us. If you're listening in the 50th minute of this, the the fucking 50th episode, just please go rate and review. Thank you.
1: Shout out to that 1AM crew.
0: Shout out to that 1AM crew. We don't know why you do it, but you do. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. We love you. Good night, Brianna. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, beans.